The Aiglon College tradition of morning meditation began with the school's founding in 1949. John Corlett conceived of the idea as a spiritual practice that would exist beyond any particular religious ideology. It was to play a unifying role in his belief that education should shape the whole person through the balanced development of mind, body and spirit. Today this tradition retains a central place in the life of the school, with its practice remaining relatively unchanged. The Aiglon meditation begins and ends in silence. This is my second and last year of the IBDP. And as most of us here know, or will soon find out, these two years skyrocket in terms of the amount of different things you have to do just to keep up and graduate. Of course, the smart, organized thing to do with so much going on is to manage your time perfectly and get everything sorted bit by bit. But, and I can speak with some certainty when I say this, many of us, at least in year 13, choose to let the panic monster in our lives guide our IB. In his TED talk, Inside the Mind of a Master Procrastinator, Tim Urban exposes us to this. So here's the brain of a non-procrastinator. <laughs> now, here's my brain. <laughs> there is a difference. Both brains have a rational decision-maker in them, but the procrastinator's brain also has an instant gratification monkey. Now, what does this mean for the procrastinator? Well, it means everything's fine until this happens. And surely enough, his representation is quite accurate. The instant gratification monkey forces us to live in the present, and only the present. There is no past, or more precisely, the mistakes of the past are irrelevant, and the consequences of the future are forgotten. Nonetheless... Well, it turns out that the procrastinator has a guardian angel, someone who's always looking down on him and watching over him in his darkest moments, someone called the panic monster. It is not till the deadline is right in our faces that this panic monster in many of us is awakened and we get our stuff done. Well, most of us anyways. The deadlines of TOK, EE, IA's written tasks are evidence of just that, with stress and pressure being brought about by that annoying monkey in our heads. Yet, year 13 has now reached a point where, at least I hope, all of this has been handed in, and for many of us, this panic monster has played a huge role. Honestly, this meditation itself seemed like it was months and months away till those months became weeks, weeks become days, and my panic drove my writing a lot later than I would like to admit. In these last two years, I have witnessed a very wide range of stress moments, from complete frantic stress of getting your work done the lesson before it's due, to, I swear the deadline was on Friday, wait, today is Friday, to, ah, uh, the deadline's in the past, it was a month away, uh, I don't have to worry about it anymore. I have also become quite familiar with panic, my most recent panic moment being just last night regarding this meditation, 
because, of course, I had to get my laptop locked in the sports center the day before my meditation when no one was on duty or had access to it. Thankfully, Mr. Norton and Mr. Martineau hadn't gone home just yet, so I did get my laptop back, but it was a really close call. The point of my meditation, however, is not about the demerits of procrastinating on our work or deadlines or school. I'm sure all of us have, who have ever been in this position are quite aware of the stress and pressure that it brings about and hopefully along the way have learned how to cope with it. It is not about work ethic either. I would much rather focus on a second type of procrastination that Urban talks about, the long-term or deadline-less procrastination. In my experience, this includes laying off going to bed, going to the gym, texting your friends, calling your family. This accumulates to much bigger things, like starting an activity or actually doing things you genuinely love to do, but just cannot seem to find the time to do it. Over the past few months, it is this that I've realized is crucial to get over. I never would have imagined being a part of Aglon's girls basketball team, yet here I am, the day after we played the MLS finals. Thanks to that one practice in autumn term where I finally decided to start by going for a practice, I have now become a part of a team that I can say is one of the best memories at Aglon for me. The team, the coaches, the dedication, the drive are all things that I've grown with and that have pushed me to actually do stuff and not let myself get in the way of the things I love to do. I'm also someone guilty of, at some rare times, using Netflix to procrastinating talking to my friends. And if it wasn't for me pulling myself out of this, all the infamous Claremont Corridor moments filled with gossip, complete silliness and laughter would have never been a part of my life each time ending with people, namely Yisha, Leila, and Ms. Lopez, laughing breathlessly on the floor. The most recent realization that I've had, however, is the fact that year 13 is graduating quite soon. I mean, of course we have the exams to get over, but let's not go there. And studying at a school like Aglon, where everyone goes off to different parts of the world, communication and keeping in touch can oftentimes be quite hard. Of course, we've got our, our phones, but the friendships I have formed here are unreal, and a Snapchat streak would never do it any justice. The absolutely crazy bonds have kept me sane and allowed me to have an amazing IB experiences. And, inst and instances like these, the importance of being proactive and are obvious and clearly destined. Looking at the broader picture, by which I mean our lives, it is crucial to have the courage to know our goals, be it small, big, immediate, long-term, and take the initiative to constantly take a step towards it, no matter how small those steps might be. However, possibly the most vital principle in my life is laughter, which goes even beyond the drive and ambition to actually reach our goals. I think it is important for each of us to make the choice to live our lives in a way that enables us to put happiness as a priority, or even better, a certainty. After all, as Charlie Chaplin said, a day without laughter is a day wasted.
is a little song I wrote You might want to sing it note for note Don't worry Be happy In every life we have some trouble When you worry you make it tough Don't worry Be happy Don't worry, be happy now